Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. How many times have we said it, Garrett? Training camp is right around the corner. It's not around the corner anymore. It's today, baby. Yeah, we are. We haven't reached the corner. It is today. We're at the corner. Yes. Um. So exciting day. The first day of camp. Uh. First day of practice, at least, is always like one of the the dates on the calendar that you circle. Yeah. Uh. Really looking forward to it. So, we wanted to get together, you and I, to break this down and kind of talk about the top storylines and what we're going to be watching when we're out of practice. Yeah. Totally. Um. So. Is there anything kind of big picture, Garrett? I guess, let, yeah, let's go super big picture off the top here mm-hmm. and just say, like, what do you think this training camp, you know, when you compare it to other years and whatnot, like, what's this training camp about? Yeah. Well, I think at a very high level, and, like, we've been talking about a lot of these points and narratives over the past few weeks, but I think that, like, when I look at this training camp, and then we'll dive into some of the specific storylines, like, I just think that there's a tremendous amount of buzz and excitement around the Ravens, mm-hmm. locally and nationally. Lamar Jackson is here long-term. The contract situation is no longer part of the conversation. Odell Beckham Jr. is here in Baltimore. You have a marquee receiver. You add Zay Flowers in the draft. You have this defense that was one of the best in the league, especially at the end of last season, mostly intact coming back uh, with the the infusion of some exciting new pieces. Mm -hmm. And so you just have like, all of the makings of a team that is going to be right there in the thick of the competition. And I think that, I think that Ravens fans feel that I think the enthusiasm around the city, if I'm putting the pulse check out um, for enthusiasm, the enthusiasm meter, mm-hmm. like I think it's high. I just think that all of those signs are, are pointing up. And so like, there's always optimism around training camp, but I think that this year it's, it's more justified. And I think that it is, it just it seems to be to a greater level. Well, talking about the enthusiasm level of fans uh all the the passes for practice here at the under Armour performance center were gobbled up in minutes yeah and now the stadium practice has also been totally uh all passes are going for that too yeah so if you didn't get a pass for saturday stadium practice make sure you watch our live stream Mm -hmm. uh that we're gonna run on youtube and on uh and our website so uh yeah I, i mean i agree with you i think that the the kind of that haze that was over the franchise and over the team from Lamar Jackson and the contract, and it was last offseason and, you know, been over for a long time, like, is gone. Yeah. Right? And you have Lamar and you have this new, you have Ty Munkin in this new offense and you have new weapons, you know, better weapons than Lamar's ever had. And, and it's just really exciting to think about 
the prospects of what could it reminds me of a little bit of training camp in 2019 before the 2019 season of you know Greg Roman was the full time his first year as the full time mm-hmm. offensive mm-hmm. coordinator Lamar Jackson was coming off his rookie year in which he you know he led the team to this great incredible run into the postseason and uh, you know, you didn't know what was in store for him, and yeah. becoming the, the starter from week one, and a little, a little mystery, a little intrigue. A little mystery, a little intrigue, but a lot of excitement. Yeah, you know, and that's what it kind of reminds me of now. And um, except that, like Lamar's, whatever, five years older, four years. Yeah, um, and just that much more advanced in his game. So anyway, I think that there's a lot of things to be excited about, and this team, to me, is. Obviously a playoff contender. And when you look at it on paper, you say, yeah, why can't they contend for a title? Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. And give the Chiefs a run for their money and give the Bills and, and be one of those teams that's at the forefront of the AFC. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the expectation. Like, you know, I don't put too much into to like preseason rankings or power rankings. But like, if you look at them, the Ravens are a top eight team in a lot of those. Mm-hmm. And I think rightly so. Yep. And so like, if you talk to the players on this team, they're going to tell you, they think they're, they're a team that can compete for a Super Bowl. They're going to compete for a division title. And like, yeah, there's a lot of really good teams in the AFC, in the division. Like they, everyone recognizes that, but the Ravens are right there. And I think that they're going to have a really, um, they have all the pieces to compete with anybody else. So I think a lot of it, in in large measure will come down to what I would say, like if I'm ranking the the storylines of camp, number one for me are questions. Ever mm-hmm. wanna you ever wanna phrase it like to me it's how quickly does this offense get up to speed? Yeah, for sure. Like that that's the, the biggest question. New offense, new pieces, new coordinator, how quickly does all of this mesh? And that's to me the biggest question early in camp. Yeah, for sure. I mean and and as we've talked about before a lot of the pieces and starters that within that offense haven't practiced a lot together yet. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, Odell Beckham uh, didn't, you know, he started practicing during minicamp. J.K. Dobbins hasn't practiced with the team yet. Rashad Bateman hasn't had a full participation, you know, practice yet. He did individual stuff, but he hasn't done 11-on-11s, um, you know, with his foot injury. So when do all those pieces come together on the field? Is When do they all get out there is one question. And then B, once they're out there, like, how quickly do they get up to speed? Because the Ravens have three road AFC North games within the first five weeks. Uh-huh. They're going to have to be playing pretty well on offense yeah. to get out of the gates hot, which yeah. they need to do. And so a huge storyline will be how's everything coming together and, and uh, yeah, just how sharp can they be early. It's not like I expect that. Anytime you have a first-year offense and a new scheme and all that stuff, it might be mid-season so they feel totally comfortable. But you have to be playing well enough to win games from mm-hmm. the start. Mm-hmm. And so that's they need to be on the right trajectory is really, I think, the, the key word. There's going to be days when the defense wins a day. As right? you they, as often is the case and really should be the case when you look at this defense and you think that it could be one of the best in the league. For sure. And, like, and usually early, early in camp, the defense kind of rules the roost. Yeah. And but you, what you want to see is the offense making gradual improvements, gradual improvements, gradual improvements, and a steady incline to where all right, it's starting to come together. You know, they're getting more comfortable with what Todd Munkin wants and and understanding the offense better. Yeah, I think that like what I'll be looking for is guys being on the same page. Like you, you want Lamar throwing when he's 
when he's dropping back to pass, the, the receiver is where he expects him to be. Mm-hmm. And just that these guys have a good feel yeah. for where they're going to be on the field and a good understanding of what the offense is going to look like. And so, like, I think that that is something that I'll be trying to get a gauge on uh, early in training camp. And, and it's there's a lot of enthusiasm and excitement about the offense, and I think for good reason. And I really like Todd Munkin. I really do. But, like, it's one thing to spend all offseason talking about the buzz and the excitement, this new system mm-hmm. and all the, you know, explosive potential of it, which I all think is justified and real. But it's another thing than to take that and transition that into being on the field and playing well and winning games. It's like, now it's time to actually put that into action. Yep. And this these first few weeks of training camp will be really important um, for this group. So... I think also it'll maybe give us a, a bit of a inclination. Like there's, so what does this offense look like? I know James Jones was on TV recently talking about, he talked to Todd Munkin and he said he's taking Lamar back to his Louisville days and it's going right. to be four wide. And like, do we see a lot of that in camp? Like yeah. Are we seeing a ton of four wide? Well, that's kind of to my, my next storyline is really like, you know, does Lamar and does do this, does this offense look ready to be a high passing attack? right? Like a heavy passing attack spread offense. Like how different does it look? And, and are, are they ready for it? I mean, mm-hmm. so if that's what it ends up being, that's a pretty big adjustment from what it's been. It's a very big adjustment for what, what Greg Roman's offense has been. So, you know, you're looking about, you said you're looking for the like quarterback and receiver to be on the same page. I'm looking for completions. I want to see a lot of completions. Well, that's how you tell it on the same page. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so like, yeah, I mean, are the Baltimore Ravens, who have been a very run-heavy team, are they ready to be a, a high-flying passing attack? We're going to find out in training camp to some degree. You know, like, Lamar, like, he has the talent. Mm-hmm. You know, he has he has the arm talent. He He's, I think, his mechanics, his accuracy, all that. He has, you know, everything he needs to be an excellent passer, and we've seen him do that, right? And, but... He's never been asked to really do what he's doing in Todd Munkin's system. He's always believed that, you know, I think his potential was, he had a greater potential than what was shown previously in a run-heavy attack, that, like, he could do more. Yeah. And we're going to see. And I think he will, And and but this is where the road meets the, ru- the rubber meets the road. Yeah. You got it right. I was wondering if you were going to go. screw up. The- <laughs> I always screw up sayings, but <laughs> I recovered halfway through there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think... This like how how ready are they for that high flying passing attack? Like also the other thing I would say too in training camp is it tends to I think skew heavier on like the play calling pass heavy just because you are able to see that a little bit more. Like they have they kind of break it up into different like this is the this is the inside run portion of practice and this is the seven on seven portion of practice. But there's just like I I always get a better feel for the passing game in training camp as oh, compared sure. to the running game because like they're 100%. not tackling. There's just a mass of bodies and it's like you get a feel for where the passing game is yes. in camp. You can see a receiver getting separation. My favorite Probably my favorite drill of training camp is receiver one-on-ones. Receiver really? quarterback one-on-ones. It's just like backyard football. It's like me versus you yeah. out on an island. Yeah, everybody watch. An individual drill, that's a great one. I love the pass rush drills too. Yeah. Those are fun. I mean, it's one-on-one stuff where you can really isolate mano y mano. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, those are fun. Yeah, it's like a, it's a good chance to see how guys are moving. And like uh, always on those, the defensive player is that it extreme disadvantage because they're out there on an island right. where a quarterback has nothing but time and guy can pull 10 different 
Right. Juke moves. Same on the pass rush drills. Yeah, they're yeah. at a huge disadvantage. Oh, the the offensive guy on the, the pass rush exactly. drills. Exactly. The offensive lineman's at a disadvantage. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like you, you, you really, I do think, get a, a feel for the passing game uh, in training camp. And so yeah. I'm with you. Like, how quickly are they ready? And obviously, a, a large component of that is the wide receiver's position, right? The Ravens invested so much this offseason in that position, signing Odell Beckham Jr., signing Nelson Aguilar. Bring you know drafting Zay Flowers, friend of the lounge, uh, with first round first round pick. If you haven't listened, yeah, to that episode, our last episode was Zay Flowers that came out Monday morning. Go back and listen to that because it was really good. And he his energy, I'm I'm telling you, Zay's gonna be a beast. Just to derail your thought completely, I'll tell you after had the conversation with Zay, and I think listeners or viewers will get a feel for this if they go back and listen and watch that interview. Like I feel more confident about Zay after talking to him. I agree. Like, but that's just, always that's always the case with us. Yeah, whenever always, we talk to, to somebody, it's like, oh man, they got a big year. You, you write the story on him, and you're like, you now you're drafting him in the first round of fantasy. <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> exactly, uh, but that's true as they <laughs> like times ten. It, it is sure like his energy, his attitude. Like I just think that like he has the pieces, he has the mental um, approach and mindset, right. the work He's ethic. He's a worker, man. He's a worker. He is a worker, and um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see what he does. But back to my my point is. The wide receivers and watching them, obviously they're going to take, other than Lamar Jackson, within this offense, the wide receivers are center stage because we have, all of us want to see OBJ and where he's at. You know, we got a taste of it in minicamp. That was just the appetizer. Yeah. Now's the main course, big boy. Mm-hmm. All right. And he's the steak. Yeah, <laughs> 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 man. Um, so we all want to see where, where OBJ is at and the chemistry that he has with Lamar. Um, Obviously, you have a first-round pick. There's always a tension around any first-round pick, and especially when they're a wide receiver, and especially when there is one, one as good as Zay Flowers is. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be an exciting guy to watch. Um, and then Rashad Bateman, I mean, is a big deal. You know, he's starting uh, training camp on the pub list, list yep. uh, as he comes back from, uh, you know, he continues to come back from his foot surgery. So we'll see. We don't know when he's going to be practicing exactly when he's going to come off the pup list, but that'll be a major storyline, the injury updates with him. So, and Nelson Aguilar was really, you know, I think all of us reporters said, yeah, he and Ojabo, if you're picking a guy on offense, who is the standout of OTAs and minicamp, it was probably Nelson Aguilar. Mm-hmm. And so does he continue that in training camp? What happens with Devin DuVernay, Tylen Wallace, James Perchet, the other wide receivers can, you know, can they make a, a case for themselves to still have a big role in this offense or, or whatnot? So, obviously, like, Bateman is the big unknown here. Yeah. I think Bateman and Odell are big unknowns for somewhat similar reasons, but Odell, new team. Well, Zay, too. I mean, isn't it Yeah, they're all not. There's a lot of unknowns. Yeah, yeah, true. Good point. But, like, Bateman, to me, is the greatest unknown because you just don't know when he's going to get back on the field. Yeah. Um, and coming back, like, the list Frank is a tough injury to come back from. We saw it with Hollywood Brown. We saw it with Jimmy Smith. Yep. Like, guys, it takes a while to, to come back and feel like yourself again. And so, as we talk about, like, the passing game and we're going to get a, a feel for the passing game and we'll see if it's ready for this aerial attack, like, I do actually wonder, like, if there will still be this, you get to the end of training camp, you get midway through the preseason, and there's still this element of an unknown because what we've been saying for the last few months still is the same we're still in the same boat which is well Bateman is still working his way back Mm -hmm. and so like how much are we going to be able to see if Bateman is not out there 100% like at least at the start he's not going to be and then once he gets back on the field I'm sure it's going to be a ramp up period right so like 
do you need to see him on the field 100% to really get a sense of where this passing game is? Uh, I mean, at his peak, and I, I wrote this in my 50 words or less column uh, over the weekend on Saturday. Go back and read that if you haven't done so. But, you know, Bateman, the Ravens are in a different, far different position than they were last year yeah. entering camp where Bateman was the number one and, and it was like, man, so much of the offense is going to have to run through Rashad Bateman. And if he goes down, it's trouble. Well, he went down and it was trouble, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. The Ravens are in a different position where, and I wrote this in the column, Bateman doesn't have to be Batman this year. Yeah. Right? Like they have OBJ and, and Zay and we've gone through the list, right? They just have a lot more ammunition at wide receiver, but he's still a very important player to this offense. And if it's going to reach its potential, which this offense has really high potential, Rashad Bateman's a big part of that, right? I mean, here's a talented dude, first round pick. When he's been on the field, he's played like a first round pick. I mean, he was on pace last year, got off to a very hot start. He was on pace to top a thousand yards and, and do all that stuff that a number one wide receiver that we've talked about for a long time has done, but he got injured. And now, as you've said, Liz Frank's no joke. Yeah. And so uh, he still plays. I, like, I think that the additions that the Ravens have made at wide receiver have kind of um, overshadowed Rashad Bateman to a degree in the offseason narratives as we talk about this team. And you kind of do lose sight of like, man, this is a really good player that if he's on the field and healthy, makes a big can make a big difference. Yeah. Right. And like if the Ravens are gonna are gonna be one of the best offenses in the league, you still want Rashad Bateman. Oh, like it, you you need him out there probably to be that. Yeah. Right. Like they can still be good. I think they can still win and still be good and be a lot better than they were in the passing game than last year without him, but you want him. <laughs> At your bet I mean, yeah, he's a first round pick. He's a dynamic player. He's a home run threat. Like he can yeah. change your offense. Yes. And there's a reason why they were kind of all legs in his basket last year. Yeah. Um, they were very confident in him. And the ability is there. And so yes, <laughs> you you want him on the field. And so like this kind of like don't lose sight of the fact that Rashad Bateman's still a really good player just because these other good players have come. Yeah. It's kind of my point. Yeah. I, I think this transitions well into one of the other topics, which is the, the health question. Yep. That's the question with Bateman. That's somewhat the question with OBJ. I mean, OBJ's had far more time. Yeah. But like he's had he, he probably you, ran. You just want to see if OBJ is can be like the old OBJ. How yeah. well is he running? Yeah. You know, like yeah. It looked like he moved really well to me in training camp, but like realistically, I, I didn't count, but like we're, we're probably talking like 15 plays or less from 11 on 11 right. in minicamp. Like right. that's all the work that he did. Appetizer. Yes. That's like the tiny little shrimp cocktails, not even like the jumbo <laughs> shrimp. Yeah. That's the little mini shrimp cocktails. Yes, very, very limited. <laughs> You're like, can I get two of these? It's like at a wedding when they're walking by with the orders. Oh, I chase like, them down. <laughs> you got to either post- chase, or you got to know where they come out. But that's the thing. You got to set up right outside the kitchen. Where, where's the kitchen door? Yeah, and you just post up. You and know me. Just, you know I'm on that. If you need the guy to track down hors d'oeuvres, I mean for that's you, that's a veteran man. wedding goer move right there. You set up shop there. You get the drink, and then you yes. set up shop right outside. Oh, okay, let me snag some of those. Okay, yeah. yeah. Sure. Right yeah, a little tuna tartare. Yep, yep. Come bring it over here. Thank you. Um. Anyway. 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 We got the tuna tartare of OBJ <laughs> and mini camp. But like, but, but but like, with yeah, you just got a, a, a tiny little taste of what he can do, and so yeah, you want to see how he looks yeah. in um training camp, and then the other injury questions. I think at running back, you know, J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. I know they played last year, but we've said it before. J.K. at the end of last season, like he was much closer to 100% than he was at the start of the year, but he wasn't there yet. Right. Well, and he's starting on the pup list also. Right. So, uh, at least he has, was yeah. as of 
what Friday? Yeah, went on the pup list. Right. So we'll, we'll see how, how long is he on the pup list. We'll see how long he is on there and when he gets back on the field. But that's a big question mark. Right. And then Gus, you know, he didn't really practice. Uh, much at all during the offseason program. But he's not on the pup list. Right, he's so not on the pup list. That's a very good sign. That's a great sign. That's a great sign. But still, like, how how does he look? So that's kind of a question. And, and like, I'm sure with both those guys, the Ravens will be, their reps will be limited to camp. Like, I don't expect them to, you know, have a huge workload mm-hmm. in training camp uh, because the Ravens probably want to limit the miles that they take on, especially at this time of the year. Mm-hmm. Um and then other injury. Well, Melvin Gordon, not an injury, yeah. but there's another new guy that'll be interesting to see him. You know, mm-hmm. a new addition right here before camp. And I imagine, you know, depending on how long uh, that JK is out, you know, we could see a lot of Melvin Gordon yeah. potentially. Yeah. And and Gus, you know, we don't know. Yeah, like we we did a full podcast talking about Melvin Gordon, the addition there. Like he's a he's a, I think he's a nice insurance policy there. Like the Ravens mm-hmm. want to have some insurance at that position. Um, they've added veterans there in the past. I mean, they did it last year with Mike Davis, and I think that like adding Melvin Gordon, who has been a Pro Bowl running back, thousand yard rusher, I think gives them some a talented player at mm-hmm. that spot. So like, I, I like the move, um, and I think that he <laughs> Melvin Gordon could get a heavy workload in camp if JK is not on the field and yeah, Gus is working his we way up. A, like, a fair all right, that. Melvin, welcome to the team, buddy. You're getting yep. a ton of carries here in camp. Yep. Then the other, the other injury to watch is Tyus Bowser. Yeah. Um, he's starting on the non-football injury uh, list. So I'm sure we'll get more details on that potentially today when John Harbaugh speaks at the beginning of training camp. Um, but, you know, how long is Tyus out? That, mm. Here's a really important player uh, who would, you know, he's be a starting, starting outside linebacker. So that's certainly a situation to monitor uh, as we go forward here in training camp. All right, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll give you some of the other big narratives and storylines to look out for in this year's camp. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named Best Hybrid Mattress Five Years Running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 
With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. You're listening to The Lounge Podcast, and we're coming to you from the SeatGeek studio. Also, we want our listeners to know that DraftKings Sportsbook is the official sports betting partner of the Baltimore Ravens and has a limited-time offer that you don't want to miss. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Here's the code you need to use. It's FLOCK. If you're a new customer, you can get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook, and you got to use the promo code Flock, please play responsibly. And for help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. You need to be 21 or older and physically present in Maryland to play. So go check that out at DraftKings. Um, all right, so the other... Well, well, I want to say, yes. one thing, you know, we were talking about injuries. One thing that we did not do that we should do, I mean, a big storyline of regarding injuries in training camp is keeping guys from getting injured. Of course. So it's, you do not want injuries in training camp. We've been yes. down that road. Yeah. Do you not want to go? The Ravens were in good shape last year. Yeah. Pretty good shape. I don't really, I mean, there's a million guys coming back from well, I mean, injuries the, last basically year. Most of the, the injuries are really things that have like happened like two years ago. It's JK. It's, I mean, some of them, JK, Gus, Odell, obviously he wasn't right, on the team, right, but right, like right. These, these, are, these, these are all 2021 old. injuries. Right. Bateman was the exception. Bateman's the exception. That exactly. was the big one. And Tyus is the exception. Right yeah. Now. Um, but I just want to stop. Tyus didn't happen last year during the season. I mean, well, I, well I mean, he, right. was he was back. the Achilles. Yeah. Right, 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 right. But yeah. Um, well, John Harbaugh said that it was like a knee issue with Tyus. Yeah, but so that's different. Than exactly. Achilles that's that was that's what I'm back. saying. He's yeah. in the bait. Well, yeah, whatever. Um, anyway, what I want to do, take a minute to do here is like knock on the wooden football mm. and like say, Exactly. Bryce is knocking on wood over there. We yeah. got the wooden football. Is there any kind of ceremonial thing that just, we do? I, whatever you want. I mean, I think avoiding injuries I mean, is the most important thing. That's here. a big story like camp. Let's yeah. come together here and do this on the wooden football that, <laughs> you you're, hold not, up to the that you're not strong enough to uh, pick up with one hand, by the way. Yeah. All right, here we go. There it is. There it is. There's yeah. the official knock. We're yeah. good. Yeah. We're good now. Um, all right, now, moving on. Other one other thing that I want to talk about here, as we're talking about Tyus Bowser and pass rusher and all that stuff, is you know there's still some positions that you look at and say, and Melvin Gordon, the addition made there. Are there any other additions that are going to be made to this roster? We've all talked about outside linebacker a fair amount, right? Justin Houston, all that stuff. You know, cornerback. That is a big storyline for me. Is especially on defense. Have we talked about the defense at all yet? I know. I mean, seriously, I don't know that we have. Right. Um, the biggest questions with the defense, which I have high expectations for this under Mike McDonald year two, like I think it could be even better. Mm-hmm. Um, but the question marks there are at outside linebacker and cornerback. And if the Ravens are going to make another addition before the season starts, I would expect it to be at one of those two positions. Yeah. I was saying the same before they made the wider, the running back addition. But yeah. Yeah. If um, you were, if you were ranking like, a week ago, that where you expect the move, where would running back have been? It would not have been high on my list, <laughs> but it should have been. Yeah. Um, so the question there is, do the guys that the Ravens have right now on the roster, like, do they play well enough in practice to tell Eric DaCosta and John Harbaugh, no, we don't need to make a move here. 
That's the question. Yeah, me. I think also his health, like Tyus Bowser, you mentioned. For sure. So, so yep. like, you know, when does he get on the field? How's he look? Is that yep. something you know that would merit wanting to bring in an insurance policy or somebody who could play mm-hmm. snaps? Um, so, and then it is the young guys like Ajabo and Owe, or you know, at corner. I think it's. I mean, they feel really good about Rocky Scene, but does Jalen Armour Davis get on the field and show you? Okay, this guy it's has got a ton like of potential. Jalen Davis, Pepe Williams, right? Pepe Williams also big player in the but whole Pepe position. opening camp on the pup list, right? Yeah, so, so he's got to come back from the injury too. Yeah, um, I think ultimately they will end up adding somebody at that outside linebacker spot. I mean, there's reports of Kyle Vanoy visiting, and he can make a lot of sense there, uh, especially if you know the injury with Bowser were to linger at all, and then. The Ravens reportedly agreed to terms with Arthur Millette, cornerback, uh, this week. So they added some depth in the secondary. I mean, it's kind of like throughout this entire offseason, it's been like, right. all right, will they add a corner? Will they add a pass rusher? And then running back's the first position that they end up adding with Melbourne. Right, right. <laughs> I think we've all been waiting for the pass rusher, for the outside linebacker, yeah. and they've kind of uh, been patient at that spot. And, you know, like we talked about the reports of the Van Noy visit. So who knows when or if that will happen. Yeah. Um, could be any time. Could be, you know, between the time that we tape this and the time that you <laughs> listeners listen to this. Yeah, um, or they could, or they could wait. It's or, not like it, it, it may not be imminent. Right. It may the, not happen at all. There's like, a number of there's like several guys still out there on the market that could make sense. Yeah. So they don't right now have to make a move, and I think that there is some merit to. All right, let's see what we have first. Right mm-hmm. now, the the Bowser injury situation kind of that uh, speeds up the process of. All right, if we need somebody to kind of be an insurance policy for Bowser, let's jump on that. Yeah. But if it's, let's wait and see what Owe and Ajabo and how they're practicing and whether we need another person in that kind of role and, or not, that you can wait on that, right? So injuries always affect timelines when it of comes course. to bring in free agents. Just real quick on, on Mallette, uh, who the Ravens reportedly agreed to terms with. I mean, this, this dude's a player. Like, th- this isn't like a, you know, this, this isn't a camp body signing. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, he had 59 tackles last year playing for the Steelers. Two sacks, one interception. Played a lot in the slot. I actually, uh, last night, flipped on the Arthur, Arthur Mollette highlights. Oh, the YouTube the highlights. YouTube highlights. Right. I was impressed. Okay. I was impressed. All right, you liked him. I did like him. <laughs> I mean, he's physical, got some attitude, like, seems like a little bit of a leader in that defense. I mean, they have a lot of big-time yeah. veteran leaders, but, like, he was a player. Well, and I mean, so we, like, I think he's going to factor into this whole slot corner that we've talked. I've talked a lot I mean, about. We talked about it on this podcast. I've t- exactly. I think that he's going to be a, a player in that competition. Yeah. A I legit think, player. Yeah. And like, as we've, you know, we discussed the slot corner position, like add him, add him to the equation, you know? Yep. And, um, as you said, like the Ravens want the best three corners on the field Yep. and he's going to have a chance you know, according to reports in training camp to get out there and show that he's one of the, the three best and who who's he, who knows where it goes from there. Right. And so if if he is on the team, I think I would be surprised. You feel a little bit differently, big point you, <laughs> that this might not be the end of the cornerback moves. Is that oh, true? Could they, could they end up adding other? I mean, I think part of it, I think with all of it, health is like the overarching thing. Of course. And so Let's like, say healthy. Well, I mean, add another one. The the big question there, I think, you know, Pepe Williams is coming back. He's starting camp on the pup list. Right, right. So, like, how quickly does he get on the field? Jalen Armour Davis has been on and off the field. 
but you he's, know, he's healthy now. He's right. starting so training you, camp. If you, if you assume everyone is healthy forever and forever. never has never ever any, issues. We already knocked on the ball. That's true. So it's it's going to happen. If you assume that everybody is fully healthy for, the, for eternity, then no, I don't think you necessarily need to add anybody. But okay. I think that that, as I've said, is a position where guys can get banged up and miss time. And right. so like you may want to bring in another player to give yourself some depth at that position because... It's just like we've we've seen that happen, and you don't want to be thin at cornerback, and those guys can get can get banged up. It's a position where you can get a hamstring and you miss two or three games or whatever. And right. I just think you, you want to make sure that a lot you're of attrition there, not thin at that position. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of other moves, like I don't, I I'm sure the Ravens will make that. The, like there will be transactions that take place, guys spring loose in training camp they get cut mm-hmm. like and sometimes they end up being like last year they signed demarcus robinson very late uh in the process um they signed him right before the last preseason game he ended up in that preseason game having a touchdown there cool. oh okay, i guess this guy's gonna make the team yeah exactly and he ended up being a pretty important player from last year yeah um, and he was wide receiver one in the, the playoffs year, the playoffs game and he had a nice he was a yeah. top wide receiver so like they uh you don't want it to necessarily go that way but like i do think that the ravens will end up adding a couple of guys between now and the start of the season. Mm-hmm. And I, again, I put pass rusher number one on that list for me. So last storyline of the, these really five, I don't know. We probably stretched it to seven different storylines here, Yeah, but this one's definitely on the list is specific position competitions. What are the best ones for you? To me, it's, I mean, the, there's not really a lot of spots that are up for grabs. <laughs> if you're looking at it, honestly, like I think left guard is the biggest Mystery, that's the spot that is the most up in the air. Mm-hmm. That's it, the, start, the starting spot for sure. The only starting spot, really, that's yeah. up in the air. Is receiver, starting receiver up up in the air? Well, ba- depending on Bateman's health. I mean, I think that if... No, I, I, I think that if Bateman's healthy, the OBJ and Bateman are the outside starters, or the starters. Mm-hmm. But... Does that mean Zay Flowers is going to push? And we, just, Zay, we spent th- time talking about how much we like Zay after I think the podcast. Zay, I, think Zay, I think Zay would still get a lot of action. Yeah, I mean, the three of them are going to play a lot. If, yeah. Assume all three are healthy. They're yes. all going to get a ton of... So yes. does a start, starter matter how much? Exactly. Not that much. But I, I, I do think that like that is maybe a... There's maybe a, there's a competition there for, to see who ends up winning that starter job. Okay. Uh, uh, so left guard. That one is definitely that was wide open. That one's wide open. So we've got John Simpson. Uh, we have Sala. Ben Cleveland, Sala, the rookie. And, uh, and Pat and McCary. Pat McCary could could enter that competition. I mean, could uh, Fa Lele right. be a player in that still? Um, you know, I, I if I'm handicapping it, I think John Simpson and Sala are probably the leaders. In that yeah. competition right now, um, Simpson's, you know, the advantage of Simpson is he's done it before. He started, I think, 17 games for the Las Vegas Raiders the year before last. Um, so you know he can do it. Uh, and then Salah, though, is the six round pick. You wouldn't think there's no chance that a six round rookie could just come in here and be a starter. Well, they he got the reps in minicamp and looked pretty darn good. Big, athletic dude. So, if he proves up to the task, I think that would be a really interesting. Yeah, I mean, it'd be kind of it'd be kind of crazy if your only rookie starter week one is the six round pick. Seriously, I mean, that, and that's not not a knock on anybody else. That's really giving credit to Salah. Yeah, um, the other and, guys and could the end opportunity. Up, yeah, the opportunity. The right. other guys could just be kind of blocked by veterans in front of them. Right. Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, 
I think Cliff Brown mentioned this in one of the episodes that we did. Like Cliff mentioned the possibility of a rotation, not ruling that out. The Ravens actually mm-hmm. have done that. You don't think about that a lot with mm-hmm. with offensive line play. Yeah. Usually, it's all right. You're the guy. You're the left tackle. You're the right tackle. Whatever. <laughs> but mm-hmm. that could be something a route that they go early in the season. Like yeah. let's, let's throw Saul out there a little bit. Keep John Simpson fresh, and right. maybe they alternate every two series or something like that. Right. Yeah, that wouldn't shock me. Um, just as a side note, it's as we were talking about injuries, something I thought about, and now we're talking offensive line. Like a year ago when we would have been having this conversation, it, the, one of the biggest questions was Ronnie Stanley. Yep. And like, I'm just, we're just now mentioning him a half hour into this podcast. And oh, like, it's a non-story. It's a non-story. And it's like, he's, and he is one of the most important players on this team, but having that resolved, For having sure. that foot ankle issue resolved and he's back, he's healthy. healthy. Huge deal. He's playing at, again, like his level before the injury is just such a difference maker like for this team. Oh, for sure. Massive level. He's one of the most important yeah. players on this team. I, I think uh, a couple other competitions that I point, want to point to, I think that backup quarterback could be a more interesting competition than people are really thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Snoop. Josh Johnson's a veteran who's played a lot of places. He's played a lot of football. Yeah. And he's played pretty well, uh, including this is what, his third good go around with the Ravens. Right. I want to say, is that a, does that turn into a competition? I, I, I wouldn't rule it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are reports of the Ravens pursuing Baker Mayfield among other, uh, what's his name from the former Browns guy. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. Um, so is that a backup quarterback, a, a sleeper competition? I think it might be inside linebacker, not for the starters, but for the, the number three, number four, you know, I think that competition is pretty intriguing. I mean, we're getting into the weeds. We're talking about the number three linebacker competition. I, I think that Trenton Simpson, the rookie, will, will have a role. But then, like, there's some, there's a lot of guys who have played a decent amount of football for the Ravens. Christian Welsh, Delshawn Phillips, uh, Josh Ross, who made the 53 last year. Like, that competition for the fourth inside linebacker, I know that's in the weeds a little bit. But I think that's a good competition. <laughs> what, about the, what about the competition for the fifth and sixth inside you're gonna linebacker? Make, you're going to make some smart-out comment. All right. Look, I'm just a football guy. Yeah. You just want to talk about you, starters, depth chart, fantasy football. All right. I want to go into the weeds a little Enough bit. of this wider series talk. I want to talk about the fourth linebacker yes. on the team. Special teams, Garrett. Yeah. It's one-third of the game. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we already kind of talked about the cornerback. But that is that's a legitimate, very big competition. We already covered that. I, I, you know, I do think another. If if we want to go, here we go. Let's go. If you want to go super under the radar here, um, tight end. Obviously, Mark Andrews is your top tight end. What does Charlie Kohler push Isaiah Likely for snaps? Like Kohler, we didn't see him. He missed his rookie season basically. Um, And I like Charlie Kohler. I, I think that the the number two and three tight end are are gonna be like. See a similar action. I don't. Th- I don't think that like likely is so gonna. You, I, thought, I, I think Kohler could have a pretty decent role because I don't. I think that now that the Ravens have so many wide receivers, you're gonna use Isaiah likely split out wide less. Like the, all the wide receiver yeah. additions to me take snaps a little bit more. They take more snaps away from Isaiah likely than they do Charlie Kohler. Well, I'm looking for just, an inline tight end. Yeah. That's more Kohler than it is like. I I just wonder if, but likely is a really talented player. So I like them both, and I but. I don't know that the the workload is going to be the same for the second tight end and the third tight end. I think in this it'll offense. be fairly even. I mm, I don't know. We'll have to look at the snap okay, counts. Okay, now we're in the, the weeds. Remember this one. We'll see. We'll see Tab if the, the second and third tight end have the same number of snaps at the at season's end. Um, I would expect that Isaiah likely will have more snaps. 
I, I think I don't that's think, my guess. I, think, I, I mean, think look, I liked, I liked be... Likely a lot. I just, Cole or somebody like, I, we I think didn't Cole see him. going to see a decent, uh, I yeah. think he'll see some There's action. an opportunity there. It's new offense, so. He's looked pretty good in practice. Yeah. Um, I just don't think there's going to be a wide spread between those two. Yeah. What's wide? I don't know. I'll I'll change the parameters once yeah, you see yeah, the final. You're already numbers. you're already backtracking. I'm not backtracking. backtracking. No. <laughs> um, any other under the radar ones? I didn't see that one coming. Another guy we didn't talk about with health is Pat Ricard. By the way, we missed him. Mm-hmm. Pat Ricard's that's a big deal. I mean, here's a he's going to what four straight Pro Bowls. Yeah. Like when's he get back on the field? What's his role? How yeah. big a role? Yeah, obviously fullback. Like not every team keeps a fullback. It's a new offense. So how does Todd Munkin use the fullback? Yeah, I mean, we, ben have no, Mason, we have no indications of that so far. Yeah, ben, now we're like, really going back. I know. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, like Ben Mason, like made some nice plays during the <laughs> yeah. offseason. and so you're like, oh, Ben Mason, like, <laughs> you know, he's a guy that the Ravens drafted. Right. Um. Now, like, can he like be? Does he have a chance of making the 53? Basically. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I think it right now. I, It'd be tough to see him beating out Pat, but right. like Pat's a Pro Bowler. Pat is a but Pat's got to get on the field. But too. it's just a different like, and I'll be curious once Pat is back, like to hear what he thinks. Like, does he change his body at all? Does he change how he approaches things this offseason, knowing yeah. that like it's a new system and how the fullbacks used could be changed? Like, could he become are, Peyton Hillis? Well, Peyton Hillis is the running back. I mean, and he's also like two hundred and. I don't know, 30 pounds where Pat was 300. I mean, like, he's not dropping 60 pounds. Big Peyton Hillis. <laughs> I don't, I don't Madden know. cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't see, I don't see that. I, yeah. I, but I do, I, I will I be curious either. to hear from Pat once he returns. Well, and, and honestly, it's less Peyton Hillis, and it's probably more Eric Tomlinson, Josh Oliver, right? Like, that inline to kind of tight end, not catching a, lot, a whole lot of balls, but like an extra blocker, basically. Yeah, like, like that's Eric Tomlinson. Now, in Greg Roman's offense, was saying. very different. That tight end played a much bigger role. But you know, the Ravens won't just have five offensive linemen out there blocking every every down either. Well, that kind of comes back to what I was saying earlier about like the Charlie Kohler. Like, yeah, but if I'm picking a blocker on the end of that line, I'll take Pat over Charlie. No offense. Yeah, I just oh, will. Oh, sure. I mean, Charlie Kohler wasn't like a big blocking tight end in college. He yeah, was yeah. a receiving tight end. Yeah. I, I I agree. Um, That's more what I see Pat's role evolving into. It'll be he he had off season hip surgery, so you know it's kind of a lengthy process to get back. Yeah. How long? How much longer does he need? Um, I think you know. And then how quickly once he gets back on the field does it take for him to be playing at hundred percent? Yeah. Any other competitions? Come no, on. That's all. That's Come all we, we got. We got. Give me a brain buster no, here. I, I don't think so. Um, yeah, and, and to, unless we're getting into the number third, three fourth, safety, <laughs> number three safety, sure. I mean, Brandon Stevens, sure. Brandon Stevens, Gino Stone. Yeah, um, if they're if they're going to use three safety looks like they did a lot last year, then who's that third safety? If Kyle Hamilton and Marcus Williams are your starters, which I have high hopes for, I think they're going to be really, really good. But who's the third guy? Yeah, and it might be our Darius Washington as that nickel role. Yep. Anyway, those are the competitions. And training camp is here. We will have a podcast. After we watch practice today, we're going to tape another one. We're cranking them out. Yep. Zay Flowers Monday. Training camp preview Wednesday. Then we're going to tape another one on Wednesday. Yep. Today. Yep. Uh, so we're and then, cranking and them then, out. And then you mentioned it earlier, but if you're not going to the stadium practice on Saturday, first of all, if you are, we hope to see you there. Yep. Say hello. We yep. always enjoy that. It should be a lot of fun. Um, and then if you're not at the stadium practice on uh, Wednesday or Saturday, then we're going to, you can watch the entire thing. We're streaming it live on our app, our website, our YouTube channel. It starts at 1245. You co-hosting? Um, yep. 
You're Shelby, gonna, Shelby and I. Running your jibs. It's going to be two hours a lot of, of talking. A lot of guests. talking. We're going to have some guests. I think you might stop by. Ooh, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. What kind of hors d'oeuvres do you have for We don't have there? anything good up there. <laughs> we don't have anything no good. Tuna tartare? No tuna tartare in the press box. Oh, the practice. We might get some leftover pizza or something. <laughs> we'll save you a slice. But uh, check it out on Saturday. Thank you so much for listening. Well, and if you haven't done so, subscribe. Ooh. Well, yes, of point. course. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to our other podcast. Ravens Press Pass. The yep. Ravens Press Pass. Uh, so we're going to have a lot of press conferences on there coming up. It's daily availability. Uh, so make sure that you're subscribed to that and subscribe to the lounge, of course, if you haven't already done so. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with you again tomorrow morning with our day one camp observations. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot iHeart.